Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. I don't know though. I think I think it's good though. I think it's good for people to be a little bit uncomfortable every once in a while, and you know, make them scratch their heads and make them think about a scenario versus just letting them skate through, just kind of oblivious. But anyway, we I don't know I don't know how we got off track of the climate lockouts. We got we went down a little bit of a little bit of a different road there. Uh, but that's okay though, because we said they have a palate cleanser in there because um, it's it's going to get dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get dark. Yeah. So I'm, I'm ready, man. What's, what's next with this stuff? <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> I disclaimer, I don't say these things to scare people or create any calls to action, nor do I believe in calling and creating any calls to action or making anybody fearful of their daily lives. I want people to be happy and I want people to be more informed and I want people to understand that it is okay to make informed and well-informed and discernible decisions for yourself. And I want people to understand that you should start doing more of that and being proactive in your life and taking advantage of situations, whether they are good or bad and making them good regardless. That is what I believe. And that is why I, I speak so much on these scary, dark things Um, Because I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to be informed so you don't have to be afraid. It's much easier to make adjustments when it's on your time instead of later when you are forced to. It's very uncomfortable when you're forced to do something. Agreed. With that being said, (laughs) with my, yeah, Mr. T, with the the disclaimer. um, I pity the fool. Had to do it. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So this... The, the 15 minute zones is, is going to be the most dark and scary road that we will venture down. And it's going to start in Europe. It's going to start in the UK and it will probably translate over to places like Canada, um, and try to work its way down here. And unfortunately, even though I don't pick sides that will translate over to some of the blue states that will start to enact that. And you'll see places like New York really do it. And you'll see places like California really do it. And the MO is usually these things happen on the East and West coast and work their way in. If you haven't noticed that trend, um, watch history repeat itself because it will. What's up? Yeah. So thanks dirt lady. You look pretty. Uh, I said, you look shitty. I got a podcast. What? (laughs) Nothing. Um, that was from hot rod, by the way. I don't think she looks crappy. I think she's beautiful anyway. Um, it's going to really suck and it's not going to be fun and it's going to probably be worse than the COVID stuff. Um, 
because they're going to have a direct effect on what you do with your life. And if you look at what's coming down the pipeline, we have climate lockdowns. We have we have the inception of the CBDC, which is a central bank digital currency, um, which is a programmable digital income. Dude, your 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 train is awesome, but I've got to talk to these people. Okay, hold on just a minute. <laughs> he likes the train, man. He's excited. <laughs> He's super excited about that thing. He's eating it, man. Um, <laughs> but it's it's another it's another step to push you into that zone, and you know these these things have a way of turning us against each other, and you should be really cognizant of that. Um, going back to the social anxiety thing with this is that the more that we are away from people, the more we are afraid to be around people. And the more that we're afraid to be around people, the less we're going to be around them. Uh, because if we're, we're inherently, we're inherently designed to protect ourselves, right? So that's why things are scary when they go bump in the night. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a very big believer in that we have these things inherent to our DNA that have been generationally passed down through, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, um, which is why we're, we're really cognizant of things that go bump in the night, because at one point in time, that was probably an actually scary predator that was trying to eat you because you lived outside. Um, well, that's, that's been something, you know, that's been trained, uh, and taught in society for thousands of years, man, is that, you know, things do go bump in the night, hence why we associate light with good and darkness with bad. Yeah, and that's that's been a thing since people have been people. Um, despite what you believe, creationism or evolutionary stuff, it doesn't make a difference. Um, and that's that's just been a thing since people have been people, and since people people have existed. Um, but it th those things very much do transfer down, and those things are inherent to your DNA. And there there are some things that are that are just inherent to our DNA that will never go away like that. But we have to understand where they come from so we can make better justifications for what we do and how we handle ourselves. Uh, you don't have to be afraid of everything. But anyway, the, um, you know, the, the, the pandemic stuff, while it is, um, I'm not saying it's not real. I think COVID is a real thing. I just think that it was very overly done. I think they went way, way over. They shot way over the mark with it and went way too far. And by the time they tried to tried to dial it back down it was too late and everybody was already pissed and then they, by that time they said oops oh well um but i think it's a real thing i mean i i had i had it and the most annoying thing was i i couldn't taste any food for about uh three months and that that messes with your head a little bit when you're just eating just to eat at the point um, but it got us very used to being locked down. It got us very used to being away from people. Uh, stay six feet away, wear a mask. Um, you know, the, the, the mask thing was really interesting because I knew it was going to have an effect on our psyche. Um, and I knew it was going to remove the ability for us to understand emotion. When we look at people's faces, we couldn't tell if they were smiling at us or if they were gnashing their teeth at us. There was no way to tell. Um, you can't really tell by the eyes alone. You know, somebody could be you know, saying F you under their mask and you'd never know. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd stick my tongue out at everybody and make faces at people. They never knew what I was doing. But, uh, you know, on that note, Jake, the, the my wife says it was me. <laughs> so, no, Jake, the one thing I had a problem with was, okay, so my youngest son, uh, he was growing up, you know, in this pandemic. He was little, just starting to try to learn people's facial expressions. And 
he never did. So what we found was he was just it, it wasn't a bad thing. He's extremely happy with everybody. He is this happy little light beam that just bounces around, but he doesn't get a read on when people are mad. So whenever I'd give him the mean face or the angry face or I'm like, you know, you need to go to bed and stop doing that. He's just, ha, ah, this is great. He doesn't understand. <laughs> he didn't He didn't develop that emotional, um, being able to tie the facial expressions into the emotional side because of the damn masks. <laughs> if you're like, if you're a happy person and you can't have the ability to read people's emotions, like you're just having a good time all the time, you know? I'm kind of envious of that, but... Um, um no it's it's not gonna be fun it's really gonna suck and it's just gonna it's gonna turn that that rift that people have between each other even further than what it has already and we're already i think we're already past that that point of no return um and and people are angry about a lot of really important things you know we've we've essentially destroyed our economy and we continue to destroy it um, as we send money out to other countries with foreign aid, when we have our own issues here, we need to tend to, um, you know, we, we have our, our left or right side. We have, we have all of these issues, um, compounded that, that allow people to just further separate each other, but nobody's really doing anything to, to bring, bring people back to that, uh, what is it? Homeostasis, that, that, that median, median level of happiness where everybody can, can tolerate each other in a, in a respectful way. Nobody seems to really be doing anything like that locally or federally. Um, and that, that becomes a task for us that we have to do. And if we don't do it, then, you know, these, these 15 minute zones will, will be a thing that will not go away. Um, I, I don't think that you should just run and, and go get your guns and go start shooting and rooting, tooting, point and shoot, you know, um, I don't think any of that. I think the easiest approach is to just say no. And, you know, the, the fear, of course, is, well, they'll probably arrest you. Yes. But can they arrest everyone? Can they fine everyone? And the answer is no. And if they do fine you, then don't pay it. And if you don't pay it, then they'll put you in jail for that. Um, but they can't do that to everyone. Hey preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. You know, something I would just like to point out with that is that the... Um the, the sense of, you know, community is dead as well. So there's, you don't have, you know, people rallying together for town halls anymore, or local meetings, or it, it's just not a thing. Um, it used to be, but it's not anymore. And I don't, I'm not saying it's a big part of it, but I think it's definitely when it's a situation where, you know, you're watching people separate and, and things are kind of collapsing around them. Well, well, nobody's rallying together to fight back and say, Hey, no, we don't want this here. Right. Yeah. And a lot of that man is that like, we've, we've categorized things in that way is that, you know, you can look at, I don't, I don't know why people still choose to hold celebrities in such high regard, but if you look at them, um, 
they all stand up for their own individual causes. Um, and now that everyone stands for some type of cause, that it really pigeonholes you into into just one community and one community only. It's like, well, I, I like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his cause is this. And if you don't agree with that, then I'm just not going to pay attention to you. And we've we've created this this strata and substrata of of causes that we have to pick and choose to stand up for and and we don't have time for the rest so it just it's it's just categorizing people and we're just putting each other into these small groups all spread around all over the place all standing for individual causes all at the same time but all individually and of course we don't have that sense of community anymore i mean it's it's still very much alive and well here in my community and i really embrace it uh, my neighbors are awesome um you know we we always uh, chat with our neighbor next to us he's a really cool guy he's he's eccentric a little bit he's kind of a hoarder you know he's he's an old vet but he's uh, he's very very likable and very funny he's always he's always uh always very happy um but it's nice you know it's it's still nice that nowadays you know if you know, we could say to him like, Hey, we're going to go out of town for the weekend, um, which we did, you know, and I was like, if you don't mind, you know, kind of keeping an eye on the place, if you see anything weird, you know, just call me. Um, he's like, Oh yeah, no problem. Blah, blah, blah. And, and we do the same thing for him. You know, those, those things in the sense of community, um, those things don't really exist anymore. You know, neighbors don't really chat with neighbors. You know, I, I drive through town. I don't really see people, you know, just, just stopping at the, at the sidewalk to, to say, Oh, Hey neighbor, how was your day? You know, th those things, I think those things are kind of, those have been replaced with social media and we do it now over the phone and we don't have to be personable about it. And it, it's, it, it, it removes the personality from the person. And I think that that's a very dangerous thing to do. You know, it, it is hundred percent. And I mean, just, just on that note, like how you're talking about your awesome neighbor, like I've got a lady that lives down the road from me. And we, before we put our house on the property and stuff, we just had a blank slate of land. We put up a gate and we went to try to introduce ourselves to this lady. Like, Hey, we just want to let you know, we bought the neighboring plot of land. So we're going to be in, uh, in, uh, in and out of here doing stuff. So if you see stuff going on, it's us. That's all we wanted to say to her and let us know who we were. Um, she basically started walking away from us as soon as we started to introduce ourselves, like just beeline for the house. And we're like, okay, that was weird. Um, <laughs> But needless to say, never really had a, a good relationship with the neighbor. And one day she come out, she came out and she was talking to me and she goes, you know, there's all these rules and requirements. If you're going to build a house here one day and da, 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 cause this is his own debt to and like all these things. And I'm like, there's been a house sitting there for a year that you can see from your driveway. Well, I mean, she also doesn't have to like it, but it, you know, it's not her property and it's not her decision. And well, I'm saying respect that too. Well, no, but what I'm saying is like, she didn't even realize we built a house yet and she could see it from her driveway. That's how much interest she's, she's taking in us being up the road from her. Right. Um, but it's just, it's bad. Yeah, no, it's just, it's one of those situations where I, I think some people are kind of set in their ways. They're always going to be in their set in their ways. And it, and it's unfortunate now because now is when we need more than ever. We need more people to be coming together. We do. Um, and not even necessarily for, for any just one cause. I mean, consider it the human cause. Just to be a little more human, I think that's necessary. And um, 
you know, that's, that's why I speak about these things of, of, you know, kindness and, and compassion and stuff, because they're, they're being lost and, and those things are becoming a lost art. And I, I see it go a little more to the wayside every day when I look around, you know, uh, just, <laughs> just go to your local Walmart where there are a lot of people and just watch and just observe and you'll see it. And it's, it sucks. It really bums me out, man. Um, as, as somebody who's generally an optimist and a pretty agreeable person, um, looking around with all the optimism, um, the world can give you, uh, it really puts a damper on that optimism. I gotcha. I think I get what you're saying. I, anyway, to go, <laughs> cause I'm just, I'm just thinking like, we're, you know, it, at this point, if we get into these 15 minute zones, we're going to, we're not going to have a choice, but to become back part of the community again. Cause what else are you going to have? You'll have your 15 minute circle community and yeah. that might be important. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there, <laughs> if you understand your history, this has already happened in history where there were zones like that, that you couldn't travel out of and it didn't end very well. It's, it's a very scary thing when we talk about this and I, my thing I keep going back to as well. And, and I guess this is where my mind's sticking at the moment is goods and services. How do you get goods and services into a community if you can't travel 15 minutes? I mean, I'm assuming those guys that supply the goods and services will get a pass, but what do they say when we say, Hey, we're not doing enough. So we have to limit supplies that these areas get. Well, I mean, every, Basically, every county has a Dollar General or a Walmart and a McDonald's. Um, what more do you need? Uh, a good shoe store. Um, That's what Walmart's for. They got shoes. A, a feed store for the for the livestock. They got some of that at Walmart. It's fine. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how well. I don't know how <laughs> well we would fare here if we just had to rely on our one Walmart and seventeen Dollar Generals. I don't know if we'd make it. This is my sarcasm to let you know how far we've come as a society. We have the advancement and the ability to access Walmart, and then we have all the food we need at McDonald's. That's, that's great. That's a good, that's a good point. Um, and you don't even have to go there. You can just pay someone else to go there and do it for you and bring it back to your house. We know, Jake, old McDonald had a farm. Keyword, had. Um. Yeah, <laughs> he did, didn't he? And then he Monsanto did. bought it. Yep. <laughs> oh God. It's, you know, it's, it is, it is a very dark, dark road. That this is going to go down. Um, anyway, so we have about 14 minutes left before we start allowing call-ins. Oh God. Where does this go next? Programmable digital currency. Ah, uh, let's, let's get into that because I'm thinking where this is going to go. You know, like we, you know, talked about with the Chinese social credit score system, limited taking hits taking money right from your bank account i'm assuming that's where it's going right absolutely mm. um for for those of you who aren't familiar with the um the the social credit system um consider it a credit score based on how you interact in society you get docked points for things like littering or jaywalking or parking in a no parking zone uh, but you 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 gain points um for doing things like recycling or um, you know, using your turn signal, um, you know, uh, responding to people in public as you're being watched by the first society in, in the world that has over a billion cameras 
um, that use facial recognition and, and will tell you your height and your weight and your birth date and your name and your eye color and everything about you, um, seems super safe, right? That's not an invasion of your, of your privacy. And, uh, I've never agreed with people who say that if, if you're not doing anything wrong, then what, what do you have to hide? It's not about that at all is that you have an assumed right to privacy and you should as a human, because we all need to have time. Um, you know, I, I need to have time privately with myself and privately with my family to spend with self, to spend with my family. So we can develop, you know, my personal relationship with myself and with my wife and with my kids. We need those private moments and I don't need some camera staring at me 24-7. I don't need some device listening to me 24-7 when I, you know, play Legos with my kids or we wrestle around and play hide and seek and do all of that stuff. I, I very much think that you can't put a price on those moments and those need to be private moments because those are family moments and those are important family development moments that everyone should have. Um, it doesn't mean that you're doing or not doing something wrong or illegal or anything like that. It's that you should have, you should have your own free time where you don't have to worry about these things. There's not always somebody watching you or, or listening to you at all times. It, it's creepy. It, it's really creepy. Um, but that's, that's what happens in, in China. Um, and in areas, you know, in, in the bigger towns, there's a camera literally on every corner. Um, there are multiple cameras on every corner and they're watching multiple faces at multiple times, watching body temperature changes, watching who you are, identifying who you are as you walk around the corner of the block. And if you do something quote unquote out of line or doesn't fall into standards for the CCP, they dock your social credit score. And when they dock your score and you lose those points, you lose access to things like premium travel. You know, you, you lose your access to buy first class tickets. Um, and eventually you get so down to a point where, you know, you say something crappy on the internet that goes against the regime. Um, they, they basically will make you homeless. You will live on the street because you said something against, against the big brother and the all seeing eye of, of, of China. Um, that's a very scary precedent to set on your people. And that turns people into mindless drones who, who lack emotion and empathy and, uh, fail to, uh, have a sense of community for themselves and the people around them. And they're just doing things just so they can get to work. And they're also paying people um, in China to, to keep a logbook in their community. Um, you know, they step outside and they watch their neighbor throw some trash, you know, out, out in the street just because they're being lazy and don't want to throw it away. Um, you know, they write that down on a book and they send that to the government and the government takes those things into consideration and docks them points for these for these people that are spying on on their members of their own community and and that has that that can very much come here and and that's what this brings that's what all of this brings because with a programmable currency um that's that's just drawn up as numbers in a computer that you don't earn it, it it's not it's not made. There's no debt to it. They just give it to you as a universal basic income. And if you do something wrong, they turn it off. And, right. and think about the implications of that. So the one thing I keep thinking about too is, you know, just imagine if they did this too, Jake. Imagine if they rewarded the the narcos, like the people that are narking and, you know, giving people information about the bad things that other people are doing, like kind of like now how we have crime stoppers, <clears throat> right? 
They do. Um, they do reward them. Right. So, I mean, they get a reward. So it's not at that point, you're even in more fear of your fellow man because you don't know if he's a reporter or not. You don't know if this guy's just talking to you to figure out if you did something bad so he can call you in to get that little payday. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, it, this is going to create more separation and divide. Absolutely. And 100%. so it's not just at this point, it's not just watch for the, um, it's not just watch for the cameras or the listening devices. It's also watch for your fellow man. Yeah. And it becomes very much like that episode of black mirror. Um, that's, that's exactly what that was explaining. Um, before it was even a thing. Um, I forget the name of the episode. Um, the red haired girl, uh, for those of you who have seen it, uh, she's got red hair. She was in the new Jurassic park movie. Um, but it very much details the dangers of, of something that would be semblant of a social credit score and, and how we're just, we're, we're doing things inorganically as a means to gain points on our social credit score, being fake, nice to people and fake happy and faking our emotions when we don't really feel these things. And when we actually, at the end of this episode, when we finally start realizing that it's okay to feel how you feel. And if you feel angry, you can telegraph that. And who cares if people dock you points for, for, for expressing frustration or anger, uh, because those are real human emotions. Um, you know, that it's, it's really, it puts a perspective on it. It puts a really, it's an eye opening perspective. Right. You know, and so I, I haven't seen the show that you're talking about. Um, but I just, I mean, we have been pre-programmed with this, with just credit scores in general. Um, that you want to keep that number up, that it's bad if you let it go down so much so to where jobs even depend on it. When I was um, when I was getting into law enforcement work, that was one thing that they checked. They wanted to know your credit score. And yeah, I asked... Mostly that was because they wanted to... The way they explain it is because they want to know if you're responsible with your money. Right. So that was what um, I was told. Well, we want to make sure that you're not going to like take drugs. You know, we want to make sure you're not so far in debt that you're willing to do illegal shit to get out of it. Right. And because you're going to be around plenty of illegal shit. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and honestly, I don't blame them for that. Um, dirty cops are, in, they, it should be very few and it should be very rare, in, in my opinion. And in screening for something like that in a specialized job, that makes sense. But for doing it for like my job or for, you know, in your case, you know, if you're, if you're going to go be a welder, like who cares about your credit score? Can you weld? <laughs> <laughs> I just I just saw Safe Prep's comment here. I try not to use my credit card for drugs. Good job, Safe Prep. <laughs> yeah, cash only, dude. <laughs> I was I was going back here through. I was not expecting to see that, and that one just caught me off guard. But to, uh, to what to what Ozark said in there too, uh, they do it in the military. They're doing that, and that's just something. I think it's one more thing we're being trained on is that this has to be good. And then when that's going to translate into the social credit score, well, guess what? we're already taught these numbers have to be good. We're already kind of in tune with maintaining that score and keeping it up. This shouldn't be hard to keep money in your bank account by keeping that score up. You've been keeping the score up for years. Doesn't make any sense to me because you can have a perfect, perfect credit score and still be a serial killer. And for the most part, most millionaires have a credit score of like 400 because they pay for cash and everything because they're smart. Well, also, Jake, but I mean, it, it doesn't matter because if you turn out to be a shitbag, it'll just be reflected on your social credit score. And, you know, no one need, no, everybody will know. 
well, you can be a you can be a giant shitbag, but you can also fake it, and you can have a perfect social credit score. Anybody could be fake nice to anybody. Watch this. Jester is my best friend in the world. He's never said anything to criticize me ever. We joke and we have the most perfect time together all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Awesome. You're awesome, dude. You really are. Um, but anybody could anybody can fake that, man. Anybody could. No, and, and I, I agree with you. So, so what would be the overall point of the social credit score? You're not telling me there's like manipulation at play here, is there? If I had to guess, I would say that it would probably be some sort of a control factor. Because let's say that you had everything in the world you ever wanted, okay? Um, Let's say you had all the money. Let's say that you were president of the world. um, And because you're so rich and so powerful, you can buy anything that you want. And you're like, I think I'm going to go get a... uh, I think I'm going to go buy a uh, 69 Shelby Mustang and pay for that in cash because I can and because it's Wednesday. You have the ability to do that. Just because you were bored on a Wednesday, you went and bought a $150,000 car because you can. Um, So if you can buy everything for yourself and if you can legislate anything to benefit you and if you can pretty much go about this world unabashedly free and, and... free of concern and worry because you have all the protection you need and all of that yada 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 what what would entice you to continue that trend to continue to strive for more if you've already got everything there's one thing that people in power can want more of and that's more power right oh absolutely and i mean i guess that's kind of what this comes down to though i mean it it is that situation you're granting more power not over not over us but over the people in charge yeah and if they they already have a long long reach of their arm why would they not want to increase that i mean that that is one way to look at it see you know my thoughts with this is is more of like a modern day slavery thing um yes you know and, and it's and it's all based on that control it's all based on moving and living where they tell you to live limiting where goods and services can go Getting that land, you know, taking the land back that people, you know, used to farm, things like that, condensing us within cities, you know, and basically just have us be producers. And that's it. You know, it, allow the elites and, and the the big people in power to enjoy these freedoms that we can't, and you know, maybe, take take it all away. Yeah. And, and not even that, man. But if if you're on a universal basic income with with a programmable digital currency and they just give it to you, whether you work or not. Um, so you you can venture into this world. You don't have to create or produce anything. All you have to do is consume. Um, and if you if you can feel some sense of security, quote unquote, and you could go in the, into this world and not really have much care in the world of anything as long as you've got food in your belly from McDonald's or whatever, and you can go to Walmart and buy your new TV or whatever, and you've got a roof over your head, and you don't really have to aspire to achieve anything. What have you become? You ain't become, you're not, you ain't shit at that point. You have not become a sheep, which is the answer that would be the immediate one that rolls off the tongue. You have become a slave. You have become a digital slave. Let's be honest and let's call it what it is. It is. And guys, at this point of the show, we've got about 14 minutes left. 
approximately. Guys, we are going to welcome Collins. So if somebody does want to call in to comment on these things, you're more than welcome to. Um, and if not, that's fine too. We'll see if we get some Collins. But no, I mean, I, I understand the goal to to not be the sheep. I understand the goal to stand up. But, you know, I, and I'm telling you, I think that we're going to see people made an example of that do. I mean, we're already seeing that now, but I mean, I'm, I'm thinking worse example. The pious will be deemed impious and the impious will be deemed pious. Um, the the uh, true and just will be labeled untrue and unjust and vice versa. And I think we're seeing the start of that. We're seeing uh, we're seeing a lot of things that are that are absolutely criminal become accepted. And we're seeing a lot of things that that question it become criminal. Are we not? Oh, no, we well, yes, absolutely. Um, we live in the backwards world, my friend. It is. <laughs> we're in the upside down, Jake. Um, yeah. anyway, uh, we got a yeah. uh, big daddy out called in too. What's up, man? How you doing? I think he's with us. Yeah. He's looks like he's muted. It's showing him muted. I don't know if I should unmute him. What if he's doing something we don't want to hear? We'll give him a minute. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> no, I think Al knows how to unmute. We'll unmute him. We'll see what happens. There he is. Al, are you with us? Yeah, give me just a second. My headset's screwing up here. I don't know why, but it is. All right, you take your time there, man. He's making scrambled eggs. That's fine, man. You make make scrambled eggs. Why not? Sounds pretty um, good, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, the, the, like these. So right now it's a very scary time, and it's a very crucial time. I mean, I, I, I feel like we're walking like a fine line right now. now. And I don't know why, but for some reason, my head is at the last second to screw up. I've been listening to you two for the last hour, and all of a sudden, when I get ready to say something, the headphone goes off. So, I mean, what's that say? But just for your information, there are 540 million closed caption television cameras in China. Just 540 million. That's it. There's like four on every street corner. So you can see that. But this is a way to turn the entire world into one giant prison. They just don't need fences. They'll use digital fences to do it. They'll use your social credit score to be like the commissary. You can turn it on or turn it off in case you violate anything. They're they're going to turn every one of us into little prisoners except for it won't be any fences. It'll be all be digital fences. Um, this is what's coming. Hunger, Hunger Games, man. Hunger Games. Absolutely. May the odds be ever in your favor, my friends. Well, also, Absolutely. I mean, you know, so, and I mean, the only people that will probably experience any freedom are people that work directly for the government. Oh, yes. I mean, it'll be people they like will. the president and Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and, and certain people like Elton John or Bono and stuff like that. Hey Preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com.
Elton John and Bono. Yeah, they can turn yeah, you on and turn Bono you off as they will. <laughs> and then they'll use people like Will Smith when the next Will Smith slaps somebody, and then they'll use him as an example to be like, "You slap somebody, we turn your money off." See? Yeah, that that's that's a good point. Yeah, that's and I could see that too. Utilizing celebrities to set an example, you know. You know, look, this guy had it all. Then he did something wrong. Now, you know, now he's screwed. He's on the street. His career's over, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, honestly, you you got to think about this too, man. And this is something we haven't talked about yet. This, with the social credit score system, it takes, a, it takes away a lot of due process. This takes away having to go sit in a courtroom and, you know, defending yourself. I mean, they're just going to take money out of your bank account. You can't even afford a lawyer at that point. You can't defend yourself if you can't feed yourself. You have exactly. the energy to fight. All right. That's true. Well, I mean, they won't need a regular local police force. There'll be a federal police force because you're not going to be moving more than 15 minutes away from where you're at. So you'll be easy to track. Well, they've I already mean, got that. The WEF is yeah. already proposing the idea of the UN just taking place for local uh, municipalities. I mean, look at uh, look at how ineffective they made local law enforcement seem when we had riots taking place and did billion dollars of damage. Um, and they said, where were all the peace? Yep. Um, they all quit because you guys removed their ability to do their jobs in the first place. So they used the common sense, reasonable answer, and they quit. And I don't blame them. Um, and well, then, that will yeah. There'll be no need for prisons or anything, Jake, because let's face it, if you commit a crime, they'll just tell you, well, you're confined to this area right here and you can't move or there'll be there'll be no reason to have bail or be jailed. I mean, there might be prisons, but there'll be no need to lock you up. Pretrial detention says you have to stay within 100 feet of this specific spot and that's where you'll have to stay or they'll come really lock you up. So, of course, there'll be no need for bail because everybody will say, well, I'll stay exactly where I'm supposed to be because I don't want to go to jail. Well, you're already in jail. You just don't know. Instead of your your $1,000 UBI that you're going to get, we're just going to take that down to $750. And then if you want to complain on the internet, we'll take that down to $500. And we'll do it like, uh, uh, yeah, we'll do it like uh, Breakfast Club. You know, you want another? I'll give you another. You want another $250? I'll do it. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's, It's so... See, the, the thing that's scary about this, when we get into this, and you guys can, you know, out there listening, could be like, hey, I don't know. These guys seem like a little wacko. They seem a little out there. Guys, this is like opening the floodgates. Once this happens, the social credit score happens, these, these zones happen, it just increases their power by, the, by like the second almost. Well, and then COVID, COVID was the test run, Jester. The next lockdown won't be a test run that'll be that'll be from then on i mean covid was just where they tried everything out they saw where they were short you know where they needed to improve here there yonder but the next one won't be a a trial it'll be the real deal and we won't come out of it i mean you may come up for a little bit of a breather but then i mean you're never really going to come out from underneath that's my feelings on well that's fine you still got facebook and instagram right you'll be okay and video games uh, actually i don't play video games that's a fact and not, not yet, i don't have don't. I don't not have, yet but I don't you have, will i don't have facebook i haven't had facebook in probably 15 years so i don't have facebook but i mean it's well, scary it's time for you to sit at home and take your ubi cbdc and you're yep. gonna find you know after 15 hours a day of things that you can be productive with getting yeah. facebook back is gonna be one of them buddy 
Yeah, and then and and all those SSRI drugs, you know, they got to keep you on because you know you're you're something wrong with you. You need to think differently. You know, they need to make sure they got you filled full of that too. So, I don't yes. understand why I'm home all the time, and then when I have to go talk to people, I'm I'm so scared, and then I take this anxiety medication, and it just makes it even worse. And my brain's yep. all foggy. What's wrong with me? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe yep. some social interaction would be good for you. It actually, it actually would. But you know, the scary thing is, the younger generation they don't they don't talk to each other. They'll all be in the same room, but they don't talk to each other. They'll text one another from like fifteen feet away, and I'm like, "Why don't you just say hi? He's right there." Oh, I'm just gonna text him. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I mean, I, I then I caught my wife the other day. My wife called me from one room to the other. I said, "Don't ever do that again." Ever, ever. We don't do that in our generation. We don't do that. You come to the other room and tell me to kiss my ass. You don't call me from the other room. How dare you, you know? call me and, yeah. and yell obscenities over me. the phone. Right, right. You do not do not text me in the yard when I'm standing on the front porch. Do not do that. We're, we're old. <laughs> we're supposed to talk. Yeah, but it's serious. It scares me. I get it both me. ways, man. Yeah, it scares me, you know. I mean, I don't get this. I mean, it's the younger generation, I feel bad for them because all the things that we used to could do, we could walk out and go, like you said earlier, go play for an hour or two and not worry about somebody worrying about you or, you know, go hide out and go to the clubhouse. Everybody had a clubhouse they went to. Now kids don't have clubhouses. They never come out of their bedroom. So, I mean, it's just, it's scary. The clubhouse is the metaverse, Al. That's where yeah. everyone's going to hang out. Well, I got news for you. The metaverse I'm building for my grandson has got two befores and plywood. He is not getting it. No, we do not. We have a no tech zone at my house. We do not turn on pads. Heck we yeah, do not man. turn on games. We don't do none of that at my house. Heck yeah. We don't go to pay. Don't go to Pepe's house. If you go to Pepe's house, he doesn't let you use electronics. So, you know, I ain't doing all that. So. But it's scary. It's scary. Really it's concerning. Is. No, yeah. you know, and it's it's just funny how Al brought up the metaverse. I'm wondering if that's not going to be the saving grace when you are stuck in these 15 minute zones. If they're going to be like, hey, well, if you want your a release and if you want to, you know, feel sociable and not feel like you're stuck, just hop into the metaverse. By the way, we're regulating that with a social credit score. Yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want in the metaverse, bro. You can be you can be anything you want to be. Right. And you know, that's scary is the kids nowadays think that whatever you think that you can be, you can be. I identify as a toaster today. You know, I identify as a, as a civil war soldier, whatever. Just because you identify that doesn't mean you're really that. And some of these kids get these, these ideas in their head. They've got like these superpowers or they're just like, you know, I was reading about a kid the other day committed a crime and they used as a defense He'd played video games, so he thought he was a super character. I mean, come on. That's not a defense. That's just stupidity. I mean, that's ignorant. Are you trying to but, tell me that I'm not a black belt? You are not a black nah, belt, No, but You're it's, not, it's no. you know, on that note. <laughs> you bigots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, on yeah. that note, though, my wife was telling me, uh, am I muted? No, I'm not muted. Okay. No, I can hear you. Oh, okay. So, no, but on the note of what Al just said, these kids think they could be whatever they want. Like, you know, the superhero thing. My wife told me a story maybe a year or two ago, this this young child who thought he was a superhero, didn't have a seatbelt on in the car, didn't think he needed it. They got into an accident. Huh. He didn't survive. What? So, there, so there is a big separation here between, you, 
a healthy reality and, and a healthy mindset and then you know just absolutely oblivious to reality which is where i think a lot of us are going which if you would if you would have told me 15 years ago maybe 20 years ago that this was coming I would have been like, nah, that seems too far off. Like people got their shit together a little bit better than that. I don't think that's going to happen. But in today's society with how wild everything is, no, absolutely. I believe these things could happen. It's going to happen. It is absolutely going to happen. 15 minute zones are already happening. It's a real thing. It exists already. It's just not here. Now, uh, before we're out of here, uh, where would so what would be the best example of these 15 minute zones now because i i did read something about they're trying to institute this already in california in certain places um but i can't remember exactly i think did they say san diego the i can't remember the best the best thing to do is what i've what i've told people um through my various means of communication is to watch what other countries do and understand that once it happens there, it will work its way here. And it gives you plenty of time to observe and, uh, and, and plan and learn. Gotcha. Um, so real quick, guys, we've got less than two minutes left here, guys. Beans and Weenie Show coming up in 30 minutes. Be there. And, Jake, any last final thoughts before we are out of here for the evening? Um, in order to make any progress, you have to risk – uh, being offensive. And I think that that's an important thing to think about. Um, and I, I think that we should employ that strategy a little more often and not be afraid to say how we feel. Um, it's important for uh, people to talk about how we, you know, it's, it's, it's important for us to share how we feel. Um, it's good for a release and it's, it's good um, to get that out, especially with people we can fight in. But in order for ideas to transfer, whether good or bad, agreed or disagreed, we have to risk being offensive to someone. Um, but the goal is to not be offended and discuss these things that we disagree with uh, without, without hate or vitriol, um, but with respect and kindness. I man, that sounds beautiful. Thanks, and man. guys, on that note, we're out of here, guys. Thanks for being here tonight. And we will be back next Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Put in your Google calendars, guys, so you don't miss a show. Catch y'all later. See ya. Emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.